0: This program is being sponsored by the partners and friends of Keith Butler Ministries. Live Your Faith was created to help Christians grow in their faith in God and to become rooted in the Word of God. Our partners and friends are making it possible for us to do so. To thank you, we would like to offer a gift. With a donation of any size, you'll receive this pre-selected Book of the Month. Receive double for your trouble please visit www.keithbutler.org and click the banner at the top to receive your gift. Today on Live Your Faith.
1: Because to not accept God's Word and God's will has consequences. And a lot of times people don't get it, they don't understand that those consequences sometimes may not be directly to you. THE CONSEQUENCES CAN BE THOSE, EVEN TO THOSE SOMETIMES, THAT ARE CONNECTED TO YOU. YOU CAN OPEN THE DOOR FOR THE ENEMY INTO YOUR CAMP. Hi, I'm Keith Butler. Welcome to Live Your Faith Broadcast. This broadcast is about you're getting the Word of God in a way you can understand it and use it in your daily life. Romans 1.16 says the Word of God is the power of God to all deliverance. So let's go to the Word and let's walk in deliverance in Jesus' name. Amen. I really began ministering on five elements of faith a week uh, before last. Amen. And we were talking about the first element, which is hearing. Because we're kind of going back to basics, although I'm teaching this at a higher level. Praise God. Amen. And so it told us here, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. There are a lot of different ways you can say that. They are the ones who, are, who hear. Those are the ones, praise God, who can act like God. Okay. Amen. And so well, praise the Lord. We talked about different methodologies and ways an individual can hear. We talked about praise the Lord. God spoke to many famous men and women throughout, of course, all, all throughout humankind. And the, the Lord Jesus operating on hearing from the Father, the Holy Spirit was given to speak to us and so we can operate the same way Jesus did. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We found out that there are many different ways that the Lord speaks to us, and as I pointed out Sunday before last, why anybody would have a problem or uh, somehow not understanding that God couldn't speak to men. I sure don't get it. I mean, you have artificial intelligence today. Amen. And so you have men speaking to machines, machines speaking to men, machines speaking on their own. I mean, you got all these things going on now. Why in the world would it be hard, hard for the creator of the universe to speak to his creation? Surely God speaks to me. Clearly he does. Of course, the other side of that, then they say, well, but yeah, he may speak to him, but he's not really personally interested in him. Well, uh, I think any of us who create anything have an interest in it. Hallelujah. And Jesus came clearly because God had a great interest in you and I. Amen. And of course, so we talked about, uh, amen, hearing. And I want to go just a little bit further with hearing, and then we'll get into receiving. Remember, there are five elements of faith. Hearing. Uh, amen. Praise God. The word told us, Romans ten seventeen. so does faith come up by hearing and hearing by the word of God, hearing with the ears first, hearing with the heart. Then there's receiving, James 1, Receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Then there's believing, praise God. Thou shalt believe with your heart, amen. Confess with your mouth, thou shalt be saved. The next one, of course, is speaking that. Now, amen, Romans ten nine. 10.10, 10, many verses. And the last one is James 1.22, be hearers of the word, not just hearers of the word, but doers only. Amen. Uh, amen. Praise God. Now, so we were talking about hearing and amen, and there were uh, several different ways. One, we looked at how the Holy Spirit said to Peter in Acts 10.19. Peter's on the housetop and he's praying. And he he didn't, wasn't thinking about much, except, you know, it's getting close to lunchtime. And the Holy Ghost said, There's three men here to see you. The Holy Ghost had sent these three men. Praise God. Praise God. He said, There's three, men's here, three men here to see you. Go with them. And so Peter did what the Lord said there and the preached a tremendous sermon in Acts 10 38 how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. These were Gentile men which is a big deal. Jude, Peter had no business going with Gentile men according to where he came from. And finally, in verse 44 of Acts 10, 44, while he spake that word unto those men, the Holy Ghost fell on all of them that heard the word. And they, in the circumcision or the Jews who were with him, were astonished because that the Holy Ghost had fell on the Gentiles just like on the Jews. And it said how they knew that because they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. And so there was a tremendous change uh, in Peter's ministry and what God was doing in the earth because Peter was able to hear the Holy Ghost. He was on the housetop praying. Colossians 3.15 told us another way in which we hear, and that is the peace of God. Colossians, in fact, I shouldn't quote it, I can, but let's, let's just look at it just for a minute. Colossians chapter 3, I'm teaching Colossians on Wednesday night right now, so I'll probably get into this a lot more depth then. But it says, and allow the peace of God to rule. The Greek word, New Testament is translated from the Greek. The Greek word, barbios, the word let it arbitrate, let it govern, okay, in your heart, note, to the which you are called in one body. All of us are called to that. And be thankful that there is another way in which God can direct your life. And so there's peace on the inside, and then there's lack of peace. One of the key things about that, however, is that you take the time to make sure you can discern which one. The older I get, the slower I get, and I don't mean physically. What I mean is that I've come to learn to understand that I need to slow down and make sure I don't get ahead of God, don't get behind God, don't miss God, hallelujah, don't open myself up to a problem. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That comes with maturity. Amen. Now, then in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 13, we read over there, and I'm just giving some quick review of what we said the other day. 1 Corinthians 14, 13 talked about he uh, when you pray in an unknown tongue, pray that you may interpret. And I talked about the fact that uh, when I was first seeking the face of God about, all right, so you call me the ministry, so now what? Okay, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? And so, so for weeks and weeks, uh, I was under the dining room table, my wife would tell you. Uh, amen. And then the Holy Ghost rose up in me. I mean, just huge. And when it came out, I, w- I was not having taught this yet. So I didn't even know about this yet. And the Holy Spirit began to uh, speak in tongues out of me almost, it was almost as though I had no control. Although you always have control. But it was almost like I had no control. And just become the flow out of me. And then what also came almost with no control was the interpretation. And the interpretation that came behind it was the things that I was supposed to do, where I was supposed to go, what steps I were to follow. God used the gifts of tongues with interpretation, 1 Corinthians 14, 13. And know what it said over there, for you, Christian, to pray that you may interpret. Another reason why you need to pray in other tongues Not only are you praying the perfect will of God all that time, I was praying the perfect will of God about my ministry and for its future. But the interpretation then gave me the first steps to operate in faith because faith can only be exercised where the will of God is known. It's the only way that you can believe without doubt. And then, praise God, one more before I start going further today. Romans Romans 10, 14 tells us another way in which God speaks unto us. Uh, amen. And I'll read it. It says here, thank you, Lord. Lord. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Can't do it. How shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? It's written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Praise the Lord. And so note what he said here. Another way in which God speaks to you is by preaching and teaching. Like I guarantee you today, the Spirit of God will speak to some people today through this message. And will give them instructions, one way or the other, of what they're to do or not to do. We had it even today. Uh, with tongues and interpretation. In fact, if you read the next verse, it said here, praise But they have not all, all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who have believed our report? And so even that tongues and interpretation was God said, now I've called you to go. He said, now you got to go. Uh, hallelujah. And what would happen if you go in Jesus' mighty name? Now, I will say this before I start going to receiving today. The bigger the decision you have to make, the more time you need to take getting before God. Typically, when people come up to me and they they say to me, I was just talking to someone just this week, uh, and uh, they say to me, well, you know, I, I, I've been doing this all my life and this is what I, in and practice and, or I've been taught or I've been trained or whatever it is. But I'm not really sure this is what God really wants me to do in the future. And, I've been, and all my eggs are in this basket over here. Okay, amen? And I can't see how to get out this basket. And I don't want to get out this basket I'm not supposed to because this is where supposedly I don't spend everything to build up my life, right? But when you have a huge decision like that, I typically tell them at a minimum take three days. Three days where you separate yourself from everybody. Go into fasting and prayer. And for three days, seek the face of God praying in the spiritual world. Now, that's not enough because I know what happens if you do this. Uh, if you do this, the Spirit of God is going to start speaking to you. And you can't go, you can't go before God with any, when you do this, you cannot go before God with any uh, preordained ideas. You must come with your cup totally empty. Okay? I'm an empty vessel here. So whatever you want to pour in here, whatever you want to do. Now this is important. Hallelujah. And if you will do this, praise the Lord, he will direct your path. If you seek him, the scripture said, he will direct your path. And having your path directed by God's very important. Now, let's go on to receiving because there's hearing, there's receiving. So let's go to James chapter 1 and let's begin some new stuff today. Give me three Hallelujah, somebody. One for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Ghost. James one twenty one says, Wherefore, lay down all dirtiness and or abundance of badness and receive. And number two is receiving. Receive with meekness the ingrafted word which is able to save your soul. Now, the, the word here, receive, is dekomai in the Greek. It means to accept, receive, or take. That depends on what we're talking about. If you were talking about the tongues and interpretation today, that would be accepting a word from the Lord. Okay, amen? A lot of times when we see this word receive, we think in terms of getting something. So we think in terms of uh, having a manifestation of a healing or something else we're believing for, uh, amen, and there is a legitimate part to that. But this word is not just that. This word also can be to accept. Now, the issue about this, praise God, is depending on to what level your commitment is to the lordship of Jesus, You see, the word Lord is the Greek word kurios, and it means master, amen. We know it's, you know, savior, all that. But there's another word this word kurios means. It also means controller. And there are a lot of Christians that Jesus is not their controller. And they need to stop calling them master because he's not. They're their own master. Okay, they got Jesus for fire insurance. I don't want to go to hell, so I'm going to receive God's offer on salvation. But look, this is my life, and i do whatever I want with it. Okay, amen. Well, unfortunately, there's, there's consequences to that. Amen. Well, you know, uh, decomai, praise God, really means to accept, and notice what it says here, with meekness. Now, the word engrafted means that there has been a word that has been implanted in you. And so that word can be implanted like what I'm doing right now can be implanted in the word to you. It can be implanted, praise God, when you meditate the word because meditation, the word, praise God, is not silent. When you are reading the Bible, the Bible was never intended just to be read. The Bible was intended to be meditated. Amen. And one of the definitions of meditation is that is that you mutter it, you speak it. See, so when you began to speak the word, meditate the word, you implant it within there. Don't forget the Holy Ghost is on the inside of you so he can speak to you. Speak to your spirit and the word be implanted to you that way. Praise God. Or however the different methods we talked about hearing. He said receive, accept it. Amen take it, is able to save your mind, your will, and emotions. Why? Because to not accept God's word and God's will has consequences. And a lot of times people don't get it. They don't understand that those consequences sometimes may not be directly to you. The consequences can be those, even to those sometimes, that are connected to you. You can open the door for the enemy into your camp and into your life because of your disobedience. Somebody say, thank God for the mercy of God. See, the mercy of God is necessary because, amen, because all of us sometimes get hard-headed. Ask ask your neighbor, you ever been hard-headed? What did they say? I hope they shook their head and said, yeah. (laughs) And we all got thick heads sometimes. Hello, somebody. And we know, we can know the spirit of God leading us somewhere, sometimes with something. We'll just kind of like, it ain't what I want. It's not when I want. It's not who I want. It's not why I want. (laughs) And see, the lordship of Jesus is involved in that because when he is really Lord, that means that we bow down and we do what he said here. We receive. We receive the assignment. Now, I did all that time seeking the Lord, and then what the Lord gave me, what he finally did speak to me through tongue interpretation at first and then other ways later, as he spoke to me, I then had to do something with it. I had to, I had to accept it. Because what he was telling me to do was, he was telling me to leave, leave my job, leave my family in Michigan, leave the state, go to a place I had never been to some place that was completely new to me, hardly anybody ever heard. But it was no question about the word of God. Now, when I teach five elements of faith, and I'm teaching it like you ride a motorcycle. If you drive a motorcycle or if you have a car, that's a stick. shift, stick, Okay. The car is driving and of course you shift gears almost imperceptibly. You know, like, right? You just almost imperceptibly do it. See, this hearing, receiving, believing, speaking, acting is kind of like that. See, particularly when you start talking about receiving and believing are almost so close. But they are different. They're different Greek words. But they're so close, they're almost together. Amen? Praise God. Because if you, one of the reasons why we don't receive is because we don't believe. Okay, we don't want to receive it because we can't see. If I do that, how? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, right? So, so they they are they, so close in there sometimes. Praise God. So he said, "Receive it." Means ingrafted. Able to save your mind. Able to save your will. Able to save your emotions. Praise God. Praise God. Any word from God carries with it great blessings. Failure, though, to receive it can have disastrous consequences. Now, praise God. When you do decide to receive, you decide to decomite. You decide to take it. You decide to accept it. Praise God. Amen. That opens the door to further information from God. And the next steps to take. Say what we want, because it would be easier for us. Amen. If that the Lord would lay out all seven things, here's the seven steps I want you to take, all at once. And if He would then show us the end product. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, if be the end product of this thing, then it would be easy for us. And it would be zero faith. Amen. Hallelujah. While we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are not seen. Hallelujah, the scripture said. We walk by faith, not by sight. A couple of verses in Corinthians we're talking about here, right? And so, amen. So we want all, let's say seven. But what God will give you, he'll give you one and two. Only when you do one and two, Will you have the onion period peeled back for three and four? So that means you did one and two, but you're kind of like, all right, what's next? Then he'll show you. But what people want is, all right, Lord, now I want you to uh, get this so I can grab hold to it. I can taste it. I can touch it. I can feel it. And the people around me can all agree because they can all see it. See, because we want everybody around us to also see it and go, mm I mean, we all like to have people be on the train with us so that people don't think we're nuts. I the Lord, when the Lord finally did speak to me about, about what he wanted me to do, you know, I mean, <laughs> the people around me were not, they would not people were not like, yeah, that's right, go God, go with God, he was just out there looking at me like, you have lost your ever-loving mind. You, you, <laughs> you stupid fool. And some people yeah. called me fool in my face in the church. Yeah. Where I was at, called me to my face. Amen. I hardly had any support, hardly much with that. Uh, the most important one, other than the wife, most important one was my mama sitting right here. Now, my mama said to me, I'll say, I'll never forget. Now, she may not remember, but I remember precisely what she said to me. And she said to me, she said, now, son, no, I don't understand what you're doing. She said, but on the inside, I just know this is right and everything's going to be all right. So in my head, on, but you just go ahead and do what you're supposed to do. Whew, I just needed that from my mama. I needed somebody. Come, well, hello, somebody. I just kind of needed that. Just, that. That was just a little boost. And I'm, I'm so sure glad I obeyed it because I'm still her pastor today. Hallelujah. Amen. So, amen. Now, the same thing is true like Paul on the road to Damascus, right? Turn to Acts chapter 9. Let's take a look at it. So stop asking God to give you the next step. Unless you've already done the previous steps. But I guarantee if you've done the previous steps, you ain't going to have to ask him for the next ones. (laughs) <laughs> already started feeling the next one. It's all a walk by faith. You need the Lord Jesus into your life, and you say, how can I receive him? It's very easy. The Bible said in Romans 10, 9, if you will acknowledge him with your mouth, believe God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Ask him to come into your life right now. Tell him you believe he's alive and well, He will come into
0: your life and save you, and you'll never be the same. Live Your Faith was created to help Christians grow in their faith in God and to become rooted in the Word of God. Our partners and friends are making it possible for us to do so. To thank you, we would like to offer a gift. With a donation of any size, you'll receive this pre-selected Book of the Month. Receive double for your trouble. Please visit www.keithbutler.org and click the banner at the top to receive your gift.
1: Hello, this is Pastor Keith Butler. Praise God. We're hosting a ministerial conference uh, at one of our churches. In fact, we're going to hold it at our church called Fay Christian Center in Phoenix, Arizona. That's March the 22nd through the 24th. Myself, and Pastor Keith Moore are going to be the individuals ministering throughout the entire conference. And so if you are a leader, if you're a minister, praise God, you need to receive some things in you as you minister the rest of 2023. And so that's our ministerial leadership conference is in Phoenix, Arizona at Faith Christian Center, praise God. No uh, March 22nd through the 24th in Phoenix, Arizona we look forward to seeing you there.
2: If you've been looking for a ministry school that would properly prepare you for the call of God on your life, then preferably consider receiving your training through Bishop Butler Program. We have trained students all over the world and they're doing great things for the Lord now. And we would love the opportunity to train you too. The Pistis School of Ministry is a two-year online hybrid program. And what you can expect to receive is an in-depth study of the Word of God and be equipped with the tools that you will need to succeed in ministry. I can honestly say that Pistas is like no other program. So whether you are a local learner or a distance learner, you can expect to receive the same great learning experience. If you would like to receive more information on Pistas or to register for our upcoming school year, email us at... Info at pistis.cc.
1: Well, praise God. We're taking the Word of God to Western and Southern Europe and other parts of the world. God wants everyone to hear the Word. You know, in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, it says, teach all nations. Then it goes on to praise God. Teach them to observe of God from lost all the things that Jesus taught them. So I want you to know when you support Keep All The Ministries, you have a chance for the gospel to go just beyond your neighborhood, teach people around the world. We want to thank you for your prayers and your support. And always remember, fight the good fight of faith.